Kampai, and welcome once again to Kampai Cast. That's right, in just a single week, we've managed to double, do the impossible, and double the content on this channel from a single video to two hot, steamy piles of anime for your face. Which I think, personally, is a pretty big accomplishment. But what do my compatriots, Xenogallion and MDR Laws, think of that? Laws, what are your thoughts going into episode two? Uh. <laughs> gonna be another episode it'll be about this long about that long about that tall it'll um it'll have a lot of anime in it yeah. how heavy will it be oh pendulous about this much about this much about that much about that much Zeno yeah. so you know, I more, know you've made a lot changes so what, how are you feeling about them about everything in all honesty, I was really happy with how the last episode went. I genuinely expect tops 20 views. You know, right now, I've had a look. We've got 64, so I'm actually really happy. Yeah, and comments. Comments were the really important thing. And I also want to give a quick shout-out to Thalian, who painstakingly went and hand uh, timestamped the whole thing. So I was really happy with that. Uh, so, um, yeah. Um, you made some changes to... Uh, I, I know you wanted to talk about some some changes that you made with the with the house cleaning. Do do, do you want me to just blurt it out loud? Uh, sure, go for it. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I'm just I don't know where I don't know where you're going with it. Anyway, so um, one thing that was actually raised uh, by a potential viewer was what are we doing about spoilers? So we have a magical spoilers button, and it will say in the top corner. Yeah, and it'll be timestamped and everything, so we know when stuff is happening. So there wasn't actual spoiler then, but you can see it. It's 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 right Pretty there. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's very nice. I'm. I want it to be bigger. You want it to be bigger. Why? I salute. I salute your oh, hand. I salute your <laughs> success of adding such cool features. But I I want like more. I'm thinking like well I don't know I don't know maybe like you know those little triangles with little alert signs in. They can be in the bottom left and bottom right. Like down there and down there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we can yeah. Do that. That'd be cool. Or I was thinking, I was thinking of like pulsing it, but the problem with that is people won't necessarily know when it's stopped. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't want that. I wanted to have I, for now at least it was solid. So you want you want you want exclamation mark triangles and things. Yeah, but the the thing is, I assume it's the one. Th see, you've done a very sensible thing by putting the top right, uh, which is an empty area for us, and that would be, a, be usable for all the different formats we use. Yeah. But I was, I wonder if you know where we could do. I just, just as a bit more, bit more prem. We can, we can talk about it. We fine. can talk about. It. But I like the fact that it's there, and that's really cool. And obviously, yes, because I do know. I do. Yeah, after hearing people saying about spoilers, yeah, we, we obviously a last thing. We just we're mid season, so obviously we're talking about mid season stuff. And yes, yeah, some of that content, especially like second season stuff, would get. Make, <laughs> yeah, it's it's technically spoilery. So yeah. I can, I can see the advantage of that. Yep, that's something. Oh, we'll the spoilers, get, we'll, we'll the spoilers of everyone sitting around in a gazebo and talking. Such spoiler. Such spoiler. I haven't watched that this week because it's probably another gazebo episode. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they moved to a different uh, region, it's probably another gazebo episode. Indeed. Regardless, the other side of it is the timestamps. So, really weird. We we'd added the timestamps to the episode and it was chaptered in the episode, but then all of a sudden that just stopped working when we went live. So we have no idea why that's happening, but if you want to jump to a specific part of the episode, go into the description, everything is timestamped. So and hopefully YouTube will be less of a 
mess and actually properly chapter everything. Because I really wanted to pimp that, but we can't. Yeah, know. it's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Uh, we're, we're, that, we're doing our best. We're doing our best with what we got. YouTube is a steaming pile of garbage, and that's the way it is. <laughs> ah, that's, that's everything for the housekeeping. All right. Well, that brings us to the actual topic this week, which is anime that lives with you. Um, this is yep. this is essentially anything that's so good or so bad that you just it sticks in your brain and you, you just can't forget it. Um, and that's that's a lot. There's a lot of ways you can take this, uh, and I'm excited to see where we go with it. So let's start with Zeno. What do you have for us today? So the first ever anime I had ever watched was I I, I can't remember exactly how old I was at this time. But it was actually the 1980, no, 1991 version of the Giver, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I fell in love with this show as a kid. I think I was like 13 at the time. It was uh, the the BBFC rating for it was oh god, was it like 18? And my parents yeah, were like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like you know, in the first episode. Uh, the the main character Guyver One ends up ripping off uh, a big monster like twice its size. It rips off its arms, blood everywhere, burn it. Was, it was oh god, it was it was really gruesome. It was really um ultra Very brutal. And uh, but in two thousand and five, there was a reboot series, which is what the screenshots are right now, and. In all honesty, I've always loved the, the 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 essence of the show, and I want to play a little bit of uh, a clip just to, just to give some some feels behind it, sort of thing. So um, let's put on the preview and hit play. I may have had some audio unmuted and it uh, was doubled in the background for anyone who was listening at the very beginning of that clip. So if, oh, if, right, it, okay. if it was, in, I'm not sure it was, but if it was, I apologize for that. That's entirely my I, fault. I, I don't think I couldn't hear it coming. I couldn't hear it echoing. So I think you're fine. Okay. But so one of, unfortunately, it went straight to the next clip. Um, and I tried to stop it from doing it. But... <laughs> It didn't, it didn't want to play ball. But anyway, so one of the the best things about the Giver, personally, I feel, is it's a biological suit of armor. So imagine like Tony Stark's Iron Man armor, but this is organic. Mm-hmm. And at the time, 1985, when the author was coming up with the, the show, 
he basically had pitched another Kamen Rider series. And, you know, it's, it's just basically a guy in a suit and you know, like transform and then, you know, he, he's fighting the monster of the week. This is very much the core essence of the guy that he is fighting the monster of the week. But it very rapidly changes by episode five. I do, I, I do like the series that there is a lot of people that dislike it because it's so corny and so, you know, it's like villain of the week kind of thing, but it does rapidly change. And the very large thing I love about the series is the fact that the 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 enemies are called zoonoids. They're the these monster people effectively. So uh imagine You're a monster person. <laughs> I am. But besides from that, imagine um anyone can basically hulk out into one of these monsters they are they are absolutely massive in the short clip we saw one of them holding the main protagonist uh pinning him down until he transformed into the guyver and i always like the fact that anyone could be a bad guy and effectively it was it, it felt very much like the whole world was against the protagonist and this these monsters really like this evil organization really wanted to get their hands on the Giver. So I don't really want to spoil so unless you guys have any questions about the show or anything. Um, kind of if, feel. if I remember correctly, does isn't it actually painful for him to transform as well? Like isn't no. it like oh, okay. No. So th or there is, is a the, risk the to it. Um so the first time, right, it happens when when so <laughs> <laughs> Sod it! Spoilers. Spoilers! Right, okay. So, initially in the series, it's, yeah, it's the first episode, the, the, the protagonist ends up getting a hold of, effectively, this briefcase, which is the, the Giver unit in its most basic state, where anyone can bond with it, right? So cool. You know, like those garden hoses you have, and you have a winder wheel to put them on. Yes, looks yeah, like one yeah. of those. Yeah, <laughs> that's very, what they look very, like. It very much does represent that uh, or resemble that. And so, when the the guy first bonds with the the host, it uh, to be honest, I think they're screaming more in panic and fear than pain and ah, agony and okay. So it's like, what the hell's happening? What's going on? And when you first encounter Giver 1, it's really cool because... Ah, oh, do I... No, I'm not going to say anything. I, you know, I, I really want people to, to check it out. It's, I mean... Lars, <laughs> Warframe! Well, well, As well, I am currently wearing the yep. thing that, that led from Zeno's love of Giver to a video game that is basically that in closest yep. possible video form. Yep. So yeah, it's, he enjoys it. But no, the one point I want to, I was going to ask you is, so we, we have a cool show. Obviously, well, it's as you said, it's quite simple with its bad guys and its villains. Uh, sorry, it's good guys, bad guys. and Because you, you've got these, uh, they're called Zoonoids, and anyone can become one. It becomes like a bit, same. it's the same age of like your Sentai Power Ranger show where it's like, what evil monster will they send this week? This time it's Leopard Man. Next time yeah. it's Alligator Man. It's that kind of feel. So what is it about the show that 
or you know, you can you obviously you've got the spoilers on, so you can say whatever you want. There was key points of plot or whatever that, apart from beyond you just saying that it's uh, one person against the world, that's really stuck with you or inspired you when you were young. What is it? Okay, that, you know? okay, okay, okay. Genuinely, right? Uh, again, full blown spoilers. So you know, say what I want. Is by effect. episode by episode five, yeah, right. The main protagonist is killed, no. right? And not permanently. Not permanently, but the thought was it was permanent at the time. And then later on in the series, the evil co- or co- organization really do live up to the evil. They actually capture his father and turn him into a zoonoid. Ooh. And again, it was just like, you know, it, you know, in today's sort of like Marvel, DC cinema sort of stuff, you would never see anything like that. No, that's too bad. That's too brutal. That's you know you can't you can't you can't kill Pepper Potts. You can't kill Happy Hogan. You can't kill. You, you just can't. No one's truly yeah. gone. <laughs> well, they do but, kill actors like, when they're uh, when their contracts run out. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But my point is, like, they don't just kill someone for the sake of killing them, right? Uh, for the sake Uncle of Uncle Ben. For the sake of developing. I mean. Did Uncle Ben truly exist at this point? It's never really gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the Giver and So at one point I like and I do like shows where this happens, because I am familiar with this obviously because of Zeno's massive love of the show. I always like a show where the bad guys basically win. Yeah, mm. yeah, it never I know, enough. Yeah, never the manga is like one of my final, uh, just decide that one of my favorite Final Fantasy games is Final Fantasy VI because halfway through the game, or I'm not even halfway through the game, the bad guy just wins. He just he just becomes a god, controls the planet, does what he wants, and the same thing happens in this show where the bad guys who are basically lurking in the shadows, that was where they were at the start, do go on to by tricking everyone and thinking that I do believe it. I correct me if I'm wrong because I can't remember the bottom. By showing like, oh no, there's this evil Giver unit going around. He's the bad guy. But don't worry, we can help you out by turning you into zoonoids and that'll help you and you'll be really strong and powerful. And so they basically win. <laughs> they they come out of the shadows and the bad guys are kind of in charge of the planet. It's It's more than that. So when that happens, so what so you have a hierarchy within the zoonoids, and effectively, once you're a zoonoid, you're under full mind control, yeah. right? So you can live an, a normal, ordinary life, yeah. but typically, the they they just like they turn no, the in, everyone who t- becomes a zoonoid is without realizing themselves volunteering to be in their mind controlled army at any yeah. point yeah. they be, be called up. And, and that's like, how no much one... their victory is complete. It's it's yeah. Yeah, the normal populace. A load of them are just like, yep. Well, we have an army with a click of our fingers. Uh, uh, in the manga, so the the anime only covers like the first ten volumes of yeah. the manga, and the manga I think is currently on hiatus again. But is that like volume thirty? At one point in the manga, one of the the Zoalors, like the the top dogs, they end up mind controlling. Everyone in Tokyo that's wow. a zoonoid, right, to fuse together and become a Godzilla-sized zoonoid. Oh my god! Right? Wow. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Um, yeah, I mean, the Giver has ways of getting around and things like. And I'm again, that one I'm going to keep to myself because if anyone does want it, seriously, the manga is so good. But yeah, anyway, but, but, so uh, that's, that's the kind of I did ask stuff you. I love. 
what what oh, yes yeah but what was what are the key elements that you i mean i mean i can find a dime a dozen of shows of a hero defeating the bad guys and things what are the things that as a kid that really drew you to it and that, and that stayed with you over all these years again it's it's the fact that the so when okay so a lot of uh, more recent shows like 2000s they were they were really based in like school life and things like this so look at bleach right ichigo he to start with he kept on going to school and everything it's like but you're a death god why are you going to school right with when he was um what's called turned into the guy he went to school like maybe twice after that and then that was it. He couldn't go back to school, right? Oh, he I see. Had- I mean, it, it does become quite grounded because I think we even saw it in the. Well, we saw the Zoonoid saw him transform in the 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 video we just saw. Yeah, uh, and the the bad guys do, do, as you said they capture his father and use him. So you're saying that? Am I going? Yeah, you're you're you just went all roboty then for a second. I, th- I think it might be coming oh, down. I think I'm back. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's my end. Yeah. Um, no, it's mine. I can see that I've got a little Mac thingy for it. Uh, no, what was I going to say? It's very grounded that the there's consequences of the hero's actions and uh, the normal life, the status quo, is actually disrupted for these characters. They do have to go on the run yeah. and things. It's not yeah. just, and then I go back to school tomorrow because nobody knows who I am because I'm Clark Kent. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? You know, the, the, yes. the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the hero's thing. So it's a bit more grounded and it's something you don't see often. Okay, cool. cool. So the it, character it, development. it gave stakes it, to the other. Yes, also the, the fact that like show can... Sorry, <laughs> show the main protagonist he can barely use the guyver to start with like you know yes he's in uh, a power suit he's in an iron man suit of armor doesn't mean he knows how to use any of the weapons for it doesn't mean he has the agility to avoid shit like he really struggles to begin with and again like you actually see this passage of time learning how to fight as opposed to you know Oh, I'm Tony Stark. I am good with stuff. No, I I would go for if we're going for the anime one. The uh, if you don't know the Amuro Ray, uh, first Gundam protagonist. I think he he glances at the manual a bit, then gets in it and takes down oh, an enemy pilot in his first attempt, just because he's just that good. And it's just he's like just that good. He's just that good at controlling this giant robot that's never really existed before. Yeah. Anyway, by the way, I, I, I didn't actually look. I'll have to see if I can get a Giver skin. I didn't actually check. You probably, I'd be amazed if you could. But yeah, let's let's move on to the next show. Yep. All right. Well, that is going to be me, and I'm going to talk about a really, really odd beast. Uh, a lot of you have probably heard of it. It's called Vampire Hunter D. And oh yes, I have not uh, watched it. Really? Oh, nope. this is see, this is considered like a cult classic. And all right, it's so it fills kind of both roles for me. It's something that I loved when I was younger, and now going back to watch it, I, I love it for a very different reason. I love it because it's kind of terrible, but, it, but in, a, in a, <laughs> like a, a beautifully schlocky way. Um, so this was first time I saw it. For a long time, I thought this was actually my first anime, but it's because another one that I'd watched as a kid, um, I didn't realize was anime until years later. Uh, so I watched this when I was about 11 or 12. They showed it, they actually showed it unedited on a local broadcast station. And my mom literally said, oh, here's a cartoon, go ahead and watch it. And, you know, buggered off to do her own thing. 
not, not knowing that there are there is so much violence and boobies and just so this is the quintessential 80s film it came out right. in 1980s the 1980s it's got uh action girl and dark protagonist and vampires and like a wasteland setting but but that's weirdly futuristic they've got like robo horses and laser How rifles much blood do we have uh, not as much as you might think. Here, I'm gonna I'm right, gonna so actually go ahead and show a clip of it. Show me to do it. Yes, if you would. Oh, you already got right, there. Ready? Yes. Uh, hopefully, this will play. Where is the count? I've been told a girl resides here whose beauty is unrivaled in this land. One whose blood is like the sweetest ambrosia, or so my father says. Leastway, he sent me to fetch his newest plaything. But first, in so much as she's failed to deliver herself to his table, the lowly human must be punished. As for you, you shall die a horrible death, and then the girl will be dealt with at our leisure. <laughs> I am Ray Ginsei, and my master commands me to slaughter all fools such as you. Now you die. <laughs> <laughs> It it just it screams nineteen eighties. Oh yeah. Um, oh, oh I love it. I love it already. Uh, the sound effect when they punch the pew. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now you die! <laughs> um, so, I, I, unfortunately, I cut it there because I didn't want to show the whole battle, because spoilers. Uh, but there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's some, there's some, a good amount of blood. Not a huge amount. There's one of the robo horses that I was talking about. To kill fools as you. Now yes, you die! Uh, it's, it's, oh, it's got that terrible, like, early 80s or late 80s dubbing. This, uh, yep. I think I said this came out in 85. Yeah, it's, uh, it shows up there. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, it's it's just everything. And so when I was a kid, this was amazing. Like this was just mind-blowingly cool. Uh, but it's it's honestly not that complex a story. It's exactly right. what you would expect from an '80s schlock vampire movie, which is why it's perfect. I I still love it. Uh, I've I think I've seen the subtitled version, but I don't remember it as well as this one. Obviously, because this is just mm. magic. Um, yeah, that's honestly that's really about all I have to say about it. It's it's beautiful in the worst way. As a kid, what what was it that really drew you to it? Was it just you plunked in front of it and you're like, okay, I'll watch this cartoon now? I'd never did, seen did anything you... like it before. It was mind blowing. <laughs> mind blowing for the age of a kid. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. you know, it had boobies. It had boobies. Boobies, boobies. boobies and blood and and one of those <laughs> flipping robot horses. Yeah, I never. I just never robot seen anything like that again before. I I no I remember there was a there was a cartoon show with robo horses. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's all like it was the same era as Jace and the Wheel. Jace and the Wheel Warriors, yeah. Yeah, I remember. It was like was it like Space Cowboy? Shirt? Oh God! I remember them having cowboy hats. I think yes. one of them did. Yeah. I'm just gonna say they all did, but Maybe yeah, I'm sure the only one let us know. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. but 
so oh god what was i gonna ask i was gonna so the, tell us more about like the the setting the actually no like oh so it's thousands of years in the future um this this guy that this vampire that we keep seeing is the lord of a particular region uh and he just treats that you know they, they all treat the all the vampire servants treat the humans really badly the the setting itself looks like the old west but with like i said laser rifles and horses and flashing lights everywhere flashing signs everywhere it's it's really bizarre and what about our protagonist i don't want to say too well we can get into spoilers we can get here why we have the button he is the descendant of dracula but he's only a half Ooh. vampire right but because he's a descendant of dracula he's insanely powerful which you only really see a couple of times because it's that kind of, it's really weird they go they go back and forth to the palace a few times because this girl gets kidnapped and then he goes and saves her and then she gets kidnapped again and so he has to go back and save her uh wait what so did she not learn the first time no no apparently not even though she looks like <laughs> so in this in this image right here she just killed like a, a rampaging beast so you'd think she'd be you know pretty wait capable. wait 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 just how to kill stuff and she gets kidnapped Twice. Not once, twice. but twice. Yeah, yeah. Because Z, because D has to save her, you know. <laughs> plot device, Mister Frodo. Plot device. Yeah, like I said, it's eighty schlock. It is pure eighty schlock. So I know I can't remember when it was, but they actually did a sequel movie. I swear, it's like I don't know early two thousands. Uh, yeah, Vampire D Bloodlust. I don't remember exactly when it came out. That was honestly, it? Yes. I don't honestly don't even remember anything about it, which is a shame. I've I've seen Bloodlust. I actually really like Bloodlust, and it has a very similar premise, which is actually quite interesting. Where this this vampire lord uh, has taken a fair maiden to uh, be his wife, or something like this. Yep. And uh, he like the the village has basically forked up for D to go and rescue her and um but it was never like revealed that D had anything to do with Dracula um in in uh, bloodlust i i never knew that and... oh, yeah, he's also got this really weird hand that isn't explained at all in this in this one unless it's explained oh, in the god, yeah, the about that. yeah yeah so yeah yeah uh yeah I, I need to rewatch Bloodlust because it is probably honestly the better, the better version. But yeah, that, that's that's what I was always told, which is why I never watched this one. Oh, it's it's so schlocky. It's beautiful. I just can't. Uh... Anyway, is that I think that's everything. Do you have any follow up questions, Lars? No, no, no. Yeah, it seems pure, simple, and very straightforward. Just... That the the simplicity of it. Yeah, very straightforward. It's not trying to be anything more. And you know the villains can be villains the heroes can be heroes and uh you know the the damsel can be a classic damsel in distress and and that's it it's not trying to be anything more it's very i assume it's very tropey and oh, it's, just, it's just, a good, tropey. just yeah yeah sometimes that's what you want you know yeah yeah nothing wrong with that just, just tropes be tropes you know it's, still can be tropes be troping yeah cool. right just move on to Loz's first choice then yes is where Loz is like how do i do Oh, I have to do choosing, do I? Do I? Have to? Oh, I normally let you guys do it for me. Um, well, tell us right, what you want. Put it on, put it on. No, hang on, hang on. I can find it. I think it's like 1985. Yeah, everything's in 1985. 
So that's where the, I push the button. Why is it not taking the oh, 985? Oh, so 985 doesn't oh. actually load to a board. Uh, what do you want, Ro uh, RoboTech? He wants RoboTech. Yeah, give me RoboTech. There you go. This thing and things are going to be on screen. Right, um, so... <laughs> this... This again, like Xenos, this is this was my first experience with anime, and I'll I'll give you a bit of background because it is I'm not going to do disjustice, but it is rather confusing the way things were licensed from Japan into America back in the 80s. Obviously, you know, people in America or companies were, was could see there was some cool shows or whatever going on in in Japan. They also saw they were making toys and they wanted to sell those toys over here, so they were trying to license things and get it into the American market. And there's some things like the other one that's really confusing is, oh god, uh, Battletech. Uh, yeah, Battletech. The yeah. way that that was licensed. So it, just to show the confusion, some. So the, the original one in Japan. Let's start there. Was called Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. That's what most of this footage you can you see on here. And that was a robot show. It was a cool robot show in the steps of Gundam, being a real robot show. If you don't, well, well, I'm sure we'll do a mecha show at some point. But you've got mainly two types of show. You've got your super robots and you've got your real robots. And you can have some things in between. Super robots have like basically magical powers in a giant robotic suit. You know, how 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 does the rocket punch fly off and then magically come back? No one's caring because he's punching someone in the face. You know, it's not that. Whereas so a real like, robot so like, show is... So a, like Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann is a super robot show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's... Yeah. So a real robot show is as if we had military robots is a real thing. They have to worry about the ammo. They have to worry about the fuel. They have to be based on... You know, they can't just punch into... Oh god, what was oh god, I'm gonna do it for a reference, but no one here will get it, I don't think. They can't have punches that break causality. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gotta be grand in truth. So Gundam was the big one that came out, but obviously Macross is one that came afterwards. And it was trying to be a bit more well, it's trying to be a bit different. So Gundam, just for people know, because Gundam's a big name, is all, pretty much always, apart from one example we will talk about in a bit, humans <laughs> versus humans. Humans versus humans. That's it, within the solar system. That's the way the Gundam shows always work. Macross decided to try and do something different. They had aliens coming to attack Earth. And th uh, it, the show goes into themes of uh, culture shock. So the, the, the way they actually fight the aliens in the end is not through guns. They actually win them over with song. Because the, the aliens are like what, what, what what's this song? And, and um, actually, um, the, the the aliens are clones, so they're like, why are they why are they putting their faces together? What is this? What is this? So so we actually they actually defeat the aliens at the end through exposing them to human culture and bring them on to our side. And they're like, wow, look at all these amazing things humans have. We just fight. That's stupid. So and the, yeah, so music is and is another big thing in the show. Uh, that oh god, there on the screen there is Min May, who is probably uh, top ten for worst female character in any anime. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'm sure you could do. We could do a show just on her. She is just awful in her. Oh she just doesn't have a brain. She just has a switch. Stupid or logic, and it just flips multiple times an episode. It is just awful. But seriously, uh, people who who do breakdowns, uh, you know, on is is this a good portrayal of a woman, uh, you know, or a female character? I, I will just agree to anyone who says Min May is just awful because it's just terrible. <laughs> There's like 80s characters like you, in the show you just had. We had a, a female, you know, Drew was saying, how does she keep getting captured? Well, that's just a bit tropey or whatever. No, Min May is just stupid. Um, absolutely stupid. But she's the one who sings and it's um, this it, very famous song from it, you know, in the, made, I think it got into the charts and things like that. Anyway, we, we have to get into Robotech. I've been talking about Macross. When it gets over to the US, they have to you, license things. And, oh, just yeah. to... I got that intro for you. It's, it's queued up. Oh, yeah. So, well, it's okay. So, we have to license it. But there's a lot to license. So, one thing they did is they bought Super Dimensional Macross. 
and I should have looked it up, but there's two other shows as well. And they packaged them together, altered them a little bit to make a plot link between the three shows, and then called it Robotech. So let's watch the amazing intro. And this, this, this theme tune still gives me chills, so I love this theme tune so much. <laughs> Man, I love that so much. Uh, so it, so <laughs> why, why it stuck with me? So the reason why it was my first time I ever found about because there was a back. This is back in the day of the VHSs, and there was a guy going door to door, salesman. He would sell videos, and he had a massive box of just it's episode one and two of Robotech. I must have worn out that VHS watching it because <laughs> you know you had TV shows. I mean, you even had like Transformers. I guess showed you things, but no, this has going to space. This has aliens attacking. This is, has like um uh, conspiracies in governments in just two episodes it's it's amazing it's i just love the show so just want to point out in that intro you might have been like okay so i see this stuff with robots and the planes that's really cool and then at points you get to the points of like the people flying through space yes and, and then what is right, that about yeah now this is why right and then there's a point where it holds on that girl with the blonde hair on her like robo horse thing yeah. that doesn't have a head for a long time and the, the thing was that's where it's three shows chopped together. So that intro is from all three shows. <laughs> and they try to they do try and make a narrative between the three shows that carries on. They do a, a rough job of doing it. But as a kid, I only had these first two episodes, which are from Macross. So the, the old, Macross is the first one, and then there's two other ones that follow. I can't remember those names. I know people in the comments will get them. I, I did mean to look them up before this. But really, they don't matter. They're not nearly as good as the first section, which is basically Macross, the show. Superdimensional Fortress of Macross, almost beat for beat. I don't think they change anything, really. Uh, minor tweaks uh, from Macross, the original, into Robotech. So the bits like with the girls flying through the space, and I don't know. There's all these people looking up, and then from, from, as a kid, I thought, God, I wonder when it's gonna, the show's going to get to all that thing because I saw none of that in the first two Never. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's it's really important. This the oh god, it still stays with me though because compared to everything I was else was watching as a kid, it just was so groundbreaking, and the, the the scale of what it was trying to show, the 
the what the characters' motivations were and what was going on. The fact that you know you had government conspiracies. Basically, they uh, build a. The, you might saw a big ship there, and it could transform into a giant mm. base. That that's what the super eventual fortress Macross is, and I think they just call it the SDF one in this. But uh, it's the aliens are basically, I think, twenty foot tall aliens, whereas we're you know four to six foot. So we have yeah. to build the giant transforming planes, which I'm waiting for them to come on screen actually again, uh, the giant transforming planes to be able to fight on par with these aliens. That's what we need them for. So what you're but saying the, you is know, this is a prequel to Pacific Rim? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm waiting for when it comes back on. I've had it on several times. So the main part of the show is the, the fighter jets, which look cool. Most of them are based on the F-15 Eagle, the American plane, which is just amazing. They can transform, though, into from a plane into in between, which is a plane with the arms and legs, and then the form you see there, which is just the full giant robot of it, which is that is the equivalent height of the aliens. So we have to build the robots. Like most people are like, why do we need to build well, we will never build giant robots. Like they actually gave a reason for it. This is like, how are you going to fight on par with the aliens when the aliens are really big and we're really small to them? Tanks. We're, we are min- we are diminutive to them, so that's why we want lots, the giant robots. Lots and to fight lots of tanks. Par. But they'll just step on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah. do step on tanks. They just step all over tanks. That's ridiculous. Ah, uh, but so, so the show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So questions go. Well, I was I was going to ask you like so when you were a kid, you could only your hands on the first two VHS. Yes. Right? Yeah. Did you ever see the full thing? The full yes, Robotech? I have since. I have since. Uh, so, I've had the VHS and I've rewatched it. Anytime I found like a toy or a model of Robotech, I had to get my hands on it. I was desperate to try and get them for ages and ages and ages. And then eventually I got introduced into anime full uh, when I went to university. But then at a later date, I found they did a DVD set of the full Robotech series. I, I'd even have video games of Robotech before I saw the whole series. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I think I even went and watched Macross, the whole of Macross, and then finally got to Robotech and saw the second and third halves of it, which are just weird. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was going to ask, how do you feel about seeing it as an adult? So the main show I feel holds up. I, it's hard to say if it's nostalgia, but it does stand up because you know, it's based the first series based on Macross very good uh and obviously the macross show has gone on since and there's macross frontier macross 7 the whole line of it or not not to the same scale as gundam is but it is right. you know can you, you'd keep it's it a top a five list of yeah it's still a thing and it still holds its same points that are important to it how like music is an important part of the show and you know they they get Big act, uh, big uh, musicians to come in and do songs and things for it, and they, I think, in the past, some of them have even got on the charts again because that's you know how big of a cultural impact they have. It does keep that element, stays true to its roots, and it's still going today. I think they're still making. I can't remember when the last one came out, but they still make macro shows. So yeah, but <laughs> now as a kid, being a, uh, sorry, sorry, as an adult, as a kid, I probably would have accepted it. How you know the, the shift between the series? You could you can tell when the series shifts. Obviously, you know, there's an animation change. The plot goes. Why did that? What? And then it's it just. And wh- why are we not in space anymore? You know, <laughs> it's things like that happen. Uh, as a kid, I probably would have accepted it, but as an adult, I'm like, oh. And I, now that I know what they did, I'm like. So hmm. my when when I told about Robert, I was under the impression that they actually chopped and changed. Like you know, characters from the first series were interacting with characters from the third series and things like that. Nope. But nope. So do they just tie them all together? 
Yeah, so if you want the as a rough quick guide, it's not well, you can put the spoiler tag if you want, but I know anyone's going to go watch the original Robotech. <laughs> go watch Macross instead. But if you wanted to, okay, so the the change in it is is that they make it so there's the, there's the big alien, right? The you can oh, see yeah. the scale there. They are big. Uh so they the way they make it, if I recall, in in Macross, there was people a race of people that made them and then yeah. they died out. And the ship that lands on Earth that we use to make all the technology was like an important ship for them. So that that's why the big aliens come at, come at us to try and get it back. In Robotech, they make out that on the ship is a culture of te- a piece of bio organic technology which can produce infinite energy, and that is the last culture of it in the universe. Right, and it's on the ship that lands on Earth, and we we then use it to power everything. And the aliens are trying to get it back. Eventually, that ship based in Macross crashes back on Earth, and then they make it, that 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 becomes the flow through of the three Robotech series about this culture of. I can't remember what they called it, organic tech or something. The proto yeah. proto organic tech or something. That 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 trail through of this reactor of this super energy, infinite energy thing, or near infinite energy mm. in this ship is the flow through between the series. So in like the second series of Robotech, when it's all set on Earth and it's to do with the aliens oh God, the aliens take over the crashed ship which crashed in Macross, just for the sake of it, at the North Pole. Um, that's where the reactor is. So the aliens took over there and invaded the world using the power, so then fighting back against that. And then I can't remember how it fits into the third series, but it's still linked in that same way. So they, they just alter a few lines and the motivations of characters, and they were quite cleverly able to link all the stories together. Uh, but the, the key thing is that the uh, I wanted to bring back about the licensing is a lot of people hated it for the licensing because it's like Robotech seen as this not yes. the true way of doing things it's a transformers knockoff yeah well more than that because it because it it's even butchering three shows together three yeah. independent different shows in japan it's like it's just frankensteining it a bit but it, it interestingly to go no that the license was supposed to run out i think either last year or this year but the 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 company in the u.s harmony gold has somehow agreed with japan to keep it going and that they keep making robotech stuff it's not doesn't get in the near the limelight that anything from japan does but they keep making more of it. I, I just don't get it. That's crazy. I thought all the rights were going to return to Japan, and I think we can get Mac, you can get Macross in Japan, but it, it there's licensing issues all over the place. It's just ugh, weird. Yep. But it stayed with me because as a kid, the scale was huge. Giant robots were they were better than Transformers to me, even though they did transform, uh, and they were just it was just so cool, just so cool. Yep. Awesome. Do, do do you have anything you want to add, Nazareth? No, I think that's that's pretty well covered. It. Yeah. All right. I will go to my my next one. Um. Oh crap! I'm gonna have to do this by. No, I'm just gonna do the whole thing. Um. Right. So it's gonna happen. It's gonna be JoJo. Has to be JoJo. Has to be JoJo. Right. And in all honesty, it's. I'm not saying it's impossible to express like the the true nature and form of JoJo, but why bother trying when I could get a clip to do it for me? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, 
I have wait, wait. several questions. When they call it bizarre, <laughs> they mean it. <laughs> you have several. Go on, Lars, ask your question. No, I don't want to say. It, uh, well, no, one thing I remembered is I think we said it in the last podcast. We, me and Nazareth were supposed to show Zeno about the weird parasite that eats tongues. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Place yeah, yeah. That, we still yeah. that reminds me of it. <laughs> oh, we never did, did we? No, no we you didn't do that. Right. What was that in the mouth? Was that a, was that right? What, what was so so okay. First off, a uh, bit of an explanation. Sorry, in, just explain to everyone what is the title of this show again? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But that and was that, even that one clip holds thing. up to that title. <laughs> yeah. But the the important part part is that clip is from part three, right? So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a Shonen Jump. Much like Dragon Ball Z, much like Bleach, much like Naruto, it's still going, even to this day, but the the great thing is, have we lost Loz? Has Loz just been remaining perfectly still? Have I just... No, okay, cool. We're no. all good. So... I was, um, I was in, I'm intently focused on listening to you. Yeah, I think but I go grey like, when I disappear. I does, I've seen it go grey a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, like, yeah, Okay, right, fine. So the the... the the big thing is that they change generation, right? So... Unlike Goku in Dragon Ball Z, who's constantly more and more absurdly powerful, the writer of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure came up with a clever way to be able to hit the sodding reset button when the main protagonist gets their ultimate form, right? Mm. And that is, that's the end of their story. Now on to the next generation of JoJo, right? And yes. To me, that was such a mind-blowing thing, right? I, I was just like, fuck, I want more shows like Dragon Ball Z or Bleach would actually do this, right? Yeah, I'm so not the, quite so sure. the problem, that, that it's, you could just explain it with, I don't know, call it the, I call it the Dragon Ball Z power, power level paradox, is that how I would refer to it as. But yeah. yeah, you've got Dragon Ball Z where they have to fight and they punch and they fire energy beams and they get stronger and they defeat this foe and then the next foe appears and then they have to go train to beat the next foe and then the next foe appears and they have to train to get the next foe. And it just it just continuously escalates. So, as you say, Goku seems to be able to continually just, I'll go train to get stronger. Whereas yep. this show throws the time element into it to remove that piece from the board so the board can have a new enemy appear and not... not Compete against the old adversary, the, the 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 old hero, and so a new hero has to manage it. So they can trip over, the, seeing as they have to learn something differently. But their personality might not make them pick up things easier as other heroes. The previous hero, like they might have a bad personality, so they don't like their master. I assume, or, or and sometimes they might pick up things faster than the other hero. But th because everything's reset, you don't have the same character constantly getting stronger. You know, is, uh, yeah, is that what you mean? Yeah, very much so. It's like th there's. I'm not saying that the same character has to go through the same experience. Like mm. the the story between so like the 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 character that we the the guy on the right on the screen right now is Joseph Joestar. No, this Jonathan Joestar. Sorry, this is the first JoJo, right? The next JoJo. So he's part from part one of the narrative. Part two, we then have Joseph Joestar. Mm. Part three, we have um, Joe. No, oh god, uh, Jotaro. Shit, I can't remember what his last name. 
I always refer to him as Jotaro. But the important thing is that he... So, so it's all different generations of JoJo's. They all go through different uh, stories and narratives. Like, they, they all have their own bosses to fight, right? They, they, they all have, have their, their own, own villains. To, to, to that point. Yes, right? So in... Um, what you call it? In part one, it's all in England, right? In part two... The characters go from America to oh god, I can barely remember. I'm pretty sure they go to oh they go to Italy. They, I think they go. I swear they go to Venice. Um, they they go to various different places, right? In part three, they have to make their way from Japan to Egypt, right? And it's it's like they they really do explore different places and things. Part four is probably the weakest season for me or the 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 weakest jojo for me thus far but the attention to detail that the author puts in is amazing to me so they're all called jojo right the fifth jojo is italian and guess what letter the italian alphabet doesn't have a j J? doesn't have a j Right, oh. it's a dot J from different um, from from the English alphabet. It's adopted it, but naturally, it is not in the Italian vocabulary. It's not in the Italian dictionary. It's only in words that it's adopted, right? And one of the cool things that they did for this show, and I know this because it's in my father's name. They uh, JoJo in. Italian is spelt G-I-O-G-I-O, which makes a Jojo sound, right? And, like, just that level of detail I thought was really impressive. Like, the author from Japan didn't need to look that up. That is very yeah, cool. You right? could have Italian characters going Jojo and it being Jojo, and you're like, no, but they wouldn't say that. Yeah, be like ah, who cares? Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's just, it's just like so they actually spelt his name correctly, right? And I thought again that was a level of detail that they didn't need to investigate, but they actually sodding did. Mm. Yeah, that's very Whereas cool. You, yeah, I mean you see you see things like in in Western stuff where it's just like oh, and then the computer exploded. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Do you know how much voltage goes through a computer? No, a computer would not explode like that. You know, and and it's like, but yeah, I mean, it's just as simple. There is no J in the Italian alphabet. Goes miles. It's just yeah, it's little just, details, just way, little details. I, I don't want to pause because it's a minor thing. But do you think Zeno should move a bit to his right? Is um, yes. There you go. You happy? Yes. <laughs> you you like on the edge of your screen talking in. He was, it was, he was on the edge of his seat, yeah, yeah. Lars. He was so excited. <laughs> he was on the edge of his seat explaining to yeah. me. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, yeah. So but again, like so also the sheer volume of memes that have yes. come from yes. Jojo. Like yes. Jojo has, I swear, inspired like at least two generations of anime based memes. Like, look at the one right now. Bro, do you even pose? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jojo yeah. is like synonymous with posing, and it's honestly, I you know, I love it. It's it's well, so I, to uh, originally answer. What 
one of the references I can think of, just because I've never watched JoJo, but I know uh, there's two that I can think of. One is the um, "You dare approach me," uh, and the other one mm. is uh, I in um, if the emperor had a text-to-speech device, which is a wonderful YouTube series. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you should. Uh, they have the Pillarman theme. Like every time these three <laughs> these three get oiled up muscle dudes coming. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so, so the character, yeah, the characters are the Empress Custodies who have lived in the palace for thousands of years and they do nothing but oil each other up. And so pose. they just come in and they just start playing the JoJo. They JoJo yeah. and do the JoJo things. Yeah. So it is just the the cultural power of this show. You don't. You might. You probably don't. You won't even watch the show, but I'm sure you probably have seen a meme if you've been oh, on God, the internet. Yeah, you will have seen a JoJo meme. Like in it's No Game No Life. There's there's a number of JoJo memes, right? No yeah. Game No Life came out way before the redo of JoJo, right? Like JoJo has permeated like Japanese manga and anime so much that everyone fucking is like, is that a JoJo's reference? Yes, yes, it fucking is. Yeah. Don't even bother answering. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it will be. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but. Um, so Lars asked the question, what was that green thing in the, the nurse's oh, yes. mouth? Oh, right? yeah. Just, <laughs> I was getting to it. I honestly was. No, I, the... I didn't really want to know because I want to go watch, but should we, you don't need to spoilers or anything. No, I'm not, I'm not. One thing I do want to mention yeah. is in the first two parts of JoJo, they have like a special way of doing it's like It's a special martial art right which is used to inflict damage and things like this and but after part 2 it's dropped in place for um what's called this this whole supernatural element behind it so when jojo um ripped the green thing out of um the nurse's mouth it wasn't him that did it it was his what's called a stand right so again, that comes that that's the where the meme is that an enemy stand, right? Right. Yeah, that that again, that's where it comes from. So it's from there. There is a huge shift in the whole mechanic, and a lot of people might find that a bit of like a a shock to the system. Mm. Honestly, it's still great. It's like mm. it's how the application of how they use these things. Like you know, JoJo could have just punched her and then threw up the grin. No, he actually kissed her and pulled it out. Yeah. Right? Again, it's it's like it's a JoJo move. It's a JoJo reference. Anyway, that's, <laughs> go watch JoJo. It's fucking everywhere. It's. I mean, don't don't hold it against people for making constant JoJo reference. I it honestly love it. It won't it's take you as long to catch up on JoJo as it would to catch up on One Piece. So do it. <laughs> Yet JoJo has more chapters of manga. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. So part six. And it's not even finished yet, is it? So it nope, can so, it'll continue affecting our culture for time to come. So you might as well so caught up on it now. Part part five is out. Part six is due to air at the start of next year. So uh, January twenty no, is it December twenty twenty two, right? No, sorry, December twenty twenty one. Sorry, this year, sorry. I forget how their seasons work. So it's December this year and um oh god, what was it? The 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 author is finishing writing part eight. So he's wow. going to move on to part nine soon. Wow. In theory. Yep, that's it. That's JoJo. Go watch JoJo. It's I, all JoJo. I, I assume the, the thing about this that lives in you is just the fact that it's so JoJo. So JoJo. JoJo! 
JoJo. It just is JoJo. what it is, and that's why it's so important. Because it's, it's JoJo! JoJo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well honestly, we love it. Next from, one. from something amazing to something absolutely terrible, let's talk about Chobits. Uh... <laughs> I don't have a huge amount to say about this one because I have not, I could not watch it all the way through. I think I honestly only made it about five or six episodes in, and I was just like, nope, I'm done. Done. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. I, I know of Chobits. I've never watched Chobits. So what is our setting here? So it is a near future Tokyo. Right. Well, I guess at this point it's near past, but at the time it was near. Uh, there are, instead of carrying around a personal computer, you have a Persicon, uh, or Persicom, I think it is. And they come in various sizes. You have small ones, which are essentially laptops that are cute little girls that sit on your shoulder or whatever. And then you have full-size ones, which are like our, our main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds sounds like, sounds kind of neat, right? It could be, could be kind of interesting. It's not. It's really not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> way to shoot it down, man. Way to shoot it way down. Um, <laughs> All right, okay. Um, it, it turns into a very, like, slice-of-life comedy, but the joke is always the same. The joke is that she is like a child and Hideki is a pervert. And I can actually, we have a clip for that. Oh, let's get that okay. up real quick. Oh, that is not the clip. I think Zeno's no, queuing it up. Yes, thank you, Zeno. Do it. If it'll play. There it goes. And, and you summed so up the show in one thing, is it? That's every joke in the show. That is literally every joke in the show. I can right. I can elaborate a bit more because <laughs> you also hate I'm, hate this. No, 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 no. So like, I, 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 I've watched the whole thing. Oh no! <laughs> I, I, this this was back when anime was not readily available at all. I watched so I watched the whole thing and like. It was it was new. It was it was it was fresh. Like yeah. oh this is amazing. It's so cool. Oh my god, look anime Idiot. Right? I'm just mm. gonna say this. And but basically computers have been turned into people. And this guy that or androids, but yeah, so like there there are no if memory serves again, really face uh fuzzy on the memories but basically this guy can't afford his own computer finds one in the, in trash, the trash as yep, depicted right yep. in, you know oh it couldn't possibly be broken no 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 let's just fucking take it out right 
And the way you turn this... the computer on, at least this one, okay. is you have... Um, imagine where you could stick your finger inside of something to find a switch that looks like a person. I think, I think honestly, that that is, like, that's enough of a description, because, like, this, yeah. Yeah. There you this, go. I don't know if this you is technically spoilers no, or no. not, but it's first episode, no, it's not so... It's not a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> I, the first episode stuff really isn't a spoiler. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna, I mean, really, Trent, I was gonna jokingly and, pretend to be innocent and go, in the year? So, they, so, oh. so, he, so he does that. Up the nose. <laughs> he, he does that, no, and then she wakes up, and she has the mentality right. of a child. Is that and why she's broken and just trucked out, or is there some sort of overarching plot that appears later? No, there's an overarching plot that Maybe. appears. I, I know Maybe. there is, but I've not delved into I don't it. Know if it hits, I don't know if they get into it. In the, so first off, this, this is a Clamp series, right? Mm. So Clamp uh, was... I don't know if they still exist. They were a studio that was used to they they used to, oh they they made car captor sakura right right so they, they made you, a you were lot trying to explain of, what the show was and then said they made this and i know like, okay. <laughs> well, no, they, 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 well i mean if you know car captor sakura they make a lot of like uh weird fluffy crap um and the big Very technical thing. in our definitions, everyone. We are. <laughs> yeah, this show is okay. So the whole crap. point is that the whole point is that you got a personal computer. This one, right. she, she, she has basically no operating system, right? Ah. So she's dumb as a sack of bricks. She, she can't has a superpower do... that can. Oh, anyway, I. I probably shouldn't say that. Does she? I can't. I can't. I don't remember. Uh, here, whack the spoilers on. Yeah, a little bit of spoilers. Um, she go. can control other Persicons just wirelessly, just just because she wants to. Uh, but it's only. Oh, that. there we there we see one of the shoulder ones. Do we? Is that one of the yeah, shoulder ones? Yeah, that's one of the shoulder ones. Yeah. Uh, um, the the scene with all the wires. That's her doing that with her special powers, and at the same time, all the other Persicons in the area like go blank and stop working. So she's got yeah. this insane power that that's why there's a dark chi that you can see in so, in one of the images. That's the thing that lives inside her. I see. I know this stuff. Actually, has even a though I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's it's just like I don't know why I still own the DVDs. Maybe I sold them. I don't know. Oh, I if not. I haven't sold them, I probably hurt. I'm I'm sure They'll a lot probably of people, burn them. I'm sure a lot of people who hear this are like, "Oh, that sounds like a great show. I'll go watch that." And more power no, to you. It's but it's slow it's, as hell. It's, it's so boring. It's you. It you is hear, so slow. You hear cool stuff like, "Oh, there's a dark chi," and "Oh, she can use these powers," but that's not what you're seeing ninety percent of the time. Ninety percent of the time, right. it's pensu. It's it's yeah. pensu and uh, hentai. Yep, right. It's just like, "Oh, you're a pervert," and I mean, I'm, the thing is, like, the whole point of the computers, the personal computers, is that mm -hmm. they are supposed to make your life easier. Yeah, but she is dumb. She because, can't do because anything. She's not a computer, she can't even fucking cook. She's the cook. love interest. She's <laughs> this childlike love interest. It's it's so just it's so a, painful to watch. It feels like the computer should be taking care of him. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's the other way around. He's fucking looking after the computer. It's so. Yep. Yep. It's just. It's just bad. Uh, it's, but that's about all I have to say about it. Because there's really. There's really not much else to say about about. That's the problem with this show. That's why I couldn't watch it. So would you say, say this show it. is just aged poorly, and that back then they were just dragging their yes. feet on the episodes and producing kind of just as you said, what was it, fluffy 
rubbish. Fluffy crap. Yeah. Fluffy crap. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched it when it came out, and I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. That maybe it's just not my type of thing. But okay. I, I'm, I'm sure yeah. it has also aged poorly. <laughs> but I mean, like again, the the big reason why I was watching it and I was so intent on watching it was because I had access to nothing else. Yeah. Right. Like I'm pretty sure, but like back in well, the day, that's, that's why I thought Vampire Hunter D was so good, right? Because. There was nothing else at the time to compare it yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, um, this I think was pre Elf and Lead, and I mm. I freaking loved Elf and Lead. I own the DVDs and everything. I'm pretty sure by today's standard, Elf and Lead has not aged well at all. But you know, it's it's I'd still say, an interesting concept. But you know, I'd say for a way better um, anime about people and technology kind of merging go watch Serial Experiments Lane oh, I can't watch that, I've tried watching really? I've watched, like, it's so slow and like fucking depressing as fuck it is depressing as fuck it is very depressing it's like, it's like this, this massive understatement of how depressing it is Anyway, <laughs> should we move on to the next one Loz? yes, Loz. yes. I, I will take Shield Hero next for $10 Ooh, you want I... us to put it on Another really uh, good buttons. one. Okay. Yeah, I'm, doing, I'm saving. Yes, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an average throw on my my three things. So, before, before anyone says, do you, you know, do you want to say how we we'll only have some images for this one? We can't have video. <laughs> I oh. I spent I don't know how long I spent trying to get this to work, but basically, um, the producers in Japan for Rising of the Shield Hero, um, Kodakawa, they they just they kept on blocking. The footage i thought oh wait they've got it on crunchyroll right we could show the clip that i wanted to show of how um like wholesome shield hero can be and like the dynamic and everything between now for me and raftal we could take that from um crunchyroll and just you know just talk about it and preview it and everything we 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 <laughs> we put it up we did a test before we started recording because i like i wanted to make sure that YouTube wouldn't bring... We, so we put up the test and everything. So we recorded a test. One minute of Rising of the Shield Hero. 14 minutes of just other stuff. Including the other clips that we have. Put it up on YouTube. And YouTube just goes... Nope. nope and just completely blocks the video from being aired. And like wow. the whole wow. thing. Just not usable. And Impressive. So there is a massive images. content knock on that. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the, the one thing I, I was I was considering about just... I was just going to do macros for this week and things so i have come up with three and the one of the things as an average photo of why these things stay through me is showing i mean people often say oh go watch this anime go watch this anime it's like oh, no, no. what i i would say if you don't want to watch anime you don't enjoy it don't watch it but it, <laughs> some people say it shouldn't exist and i feel it should because one of the things it does is it explores themes in a much different way through a different lens or through different concepts than the, the normal the western media let's say that like i said before we had uh matt cross and gundam they did real robots gundam always has a very pacifist element to it and the the horrors and the pointless of war in a kid's show you know and it even explores new technologies i learned about drone warfare when i was watching gundam wing as a kid before even you know even yeah. had that as a thing i knew yeah. all about it it explores these concepts and macross explores how we can get through to our enemies through other means is my internet fine yeah it's fine yeah, you know as in they were saying about singing and they try and get to to enemies through song uh shield hero is another one which will explore a concept which I do not think you would find a Western movie uh, commonly about this. So, what the the 
you first thing is you've got what that's an isekai and the reason why I, another reason i liked it is it's the first isekai that really got me interested and gripped in the genre i thought the genre was very silly at first sword art online didn't really get me and then shield hero was just amazing because it was so much more grounded and so much more real because of something we'll get to in a minute whereas not so much with sword art whereas so so one of the key things that happens in the first episode of uh, Rise of the Shield Hero. It's the first episode, so no, no need to put the spoiler tag. This is the crux of the show. Is the main character is accused of rape in the very first episode. Now, oh, rape is a terrible concept. Demonetized. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. We'll put grape. Uh, is accused of grape. <laughs> Grapes. Falsely accused of grape. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. So now, in it's a it's a thing in most shows or a narrative faux pas. You unless you absolutely need it in the plot. You shouldn't really joke around or even... It's a terrible thing, Greg. One of the top five worst things, you know, a person can do with another person. But the way this the show, it actually explores the false accusation thereof. Do people believe the character? What is the response to the populace? What You even see the equivalent of the government. How does the government respond and then lead on the information thereof? Does the person get a fair trial? The importance of a fair trial, the importance of freedom of speech, the importance of, uh, you know, being... Uh, seeing your accuser and be able to meet them on a fair thing you might these things we take for granted we really do that they're, they're part of our world today in, My, in the west oh. the, there's also the difference between uh, false accusations as well like um in the in the uh, in america there, there's nothing there's no punishment for false yeah. accusations whereas in the uk it's like well guess who's going to prison for a few years yeah yeah you, you yeah but so in the show, it explores that as a concept, and that's what happens to the main character. And so he gets ostracized from society as a whole. People will not deal with him. Uh, people see him as a villain. And at the same time, he's been thrown into fish out of water into a world that he has no resources, no friends, no knowledge. He's literally, literally chucked into the wilderness out on his um on his. Top. He's supposed, he's supposed to be a top. hero, and he has yeah no idea what to yes. do now. Yes, and yeah, I'm not going to focus on that. I don't want to. There's obviously the, the what it is here in the show and things right, like right, that. Right, and right. Yeah, he's got shield. But I just, I literally think that the reason why this show sticks with me is because of its exploring of concepts. And then the concept of trust then becomes an issue for the main character. How does the main character trust anyone when it, it seems that everyone in the world is against him mm -hmm. and he has to relearn trust? You get a lot of really cool elements with the interactions between the characters on his journey. I saw Drew raise his hand there. Uh, also, the fact that he can't do anything by himself. He has to trust oh, yes, people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, yeah. like, he's the shield hero. He's the defensive one. He cannot wield a weapon. Yeah, so again, this is the first episode. We're not spoiling anything. The, the key, Yeah, there's four heroes, and the other three get given proper weapons. A sword, a bow, and a spear. He gets a shield. That One of the rules is he cannot literally pick up another weapon or use anything. can't even use a rock as a weapon. He couldn't pick up a rock and then hit anything with it. He could pick up a rock, but as soon as he would try to hit it, I bet it would drop his hand. I don't think it's explored in the manga, but yeah. So if he tries to pick up a sword and literally his hand will be electrically shocked to try because he cannot use... There's no use for a sword apart from yeah. as a weapon. So he cannot use a sword. So he has to rely on other people and he needs to trust other people for his whole class to work. That's how it should work. But how can can't. you... He, he, he just can't trust people. Literally, everyone, the other heroes, the government, the populace, they are all against him. Like, he even tries to use a trader at points, and they, they just try and... Um, what's Screw the word? They price gouge him. Massive, yeah, they massively try and price gouge him and things like that. And so he has to learn the, you know, to, to interact with people because he needs to rely on people, but it's so hard for him. And the exploration of those relationships is really good. It 
it's it's done it's stood the test of time for me i think it's the only i can only think of two animes i don't know did we do it last time i can only think of two where's my middle finger gone? fingers <laughs> i can only think of two animes that if top of my head i would actually be able to say i've watched more than five times through one of them <laughs> it's gun and build fighters because gumbler the other one is rising the shield hero i i if i'm ever bored i will just start watching the show again i just i could watch it endlessly it's so good we're getting a season two soon and yeah. i really honestly think it's quite a gem uh oh sadly a bit of controversy on it but don't want to go too long uh, that some people try to ban it because of its exploration of these themes now i think that's such so terrible because maybe you think it doesn't explore these themes well that's fine why don't you go make your own show and you show we, we can we can then see how you explore those themes but it is exploring these themes this isn't the kind of show that you could get made outside of japan you just wouldn't just wouldn't oh that's not we can't discuss that we can't do that we'll just we'll soften everything so the fact it has these interesting themes and it's exploring them is one of the important things in my opinion in anime and manga and that's why i've got rise of shield here there we go Da-da-dum. i think it's pretty clear that everyone on the panel loves this one it's, it's so good. such a good series so good. i yeah i recently got you to watch it didn't i nazareth yeah. oh wow yeah 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 it was so, so good so you, you watched it recently yeah and you, it's so good yeah there we go yeah. it's so good anyway so going from i would say is the quintessential best isekai oh yeah to <laughs> quintessentially the worst <laughs> isekai uh so that's sword Art online something alicization all right so what what so, I, so i've mentioned sword Art online so that's the first series season sword Art online is the first series yeah right um though it's technically two parts there's alpha right. no there's i don't care i'm not even going to bother going into that much detail there's i just want to know where this one is is it is this it... is the third one right this is the go. third that's season fine. right and the talk about one part and one character in particular and that is our good old favorite hero gary stew if you like sword art online right actually hell i'm gonna shove the spoilers on in a second but if you like sword art online skip to the next chapter because trust me, I'm not going to do this any justice. I hate this so much. <laughs> right. Spoilers. Hey, you know. I, I just want to point out actually about spoilers. I love how I didn't even ask for the spoilers tag in, in Shield Hero because I don't want to spoil a single yeah. thing. And I want yeah. everyone to go watch Shield Hero. Whereas this, you know, does not want anyone to watch it. So it's now going to spoil the show. Fuck so you it. don't have any I reason to this. watch it. I hate this so <laughs> fucking much. So on our right, right, okay. we yep. have... Gary Stu, right? right? Okay. <laughs> I fucking hate Gary Stu characters. If you don't know the term, it's effectively the male equivalent of someone that can do everything. They everything they do is just fucking perfect. There is there, there's nothing... more to it. Please elaborate. They also that one of the other key aspects is everyone likes them. Even mm -hmm. though you're never really shown why, and instantly mm -hmm. people will be like, "Oh, you're amazing, and I'm your friend now," for no reason. They, you know, the, yeah. they'll walk up to um, the you know arch enemy, and they'll just be like, "I'm this person. <gasps> you're that person. Wow, yeah. You're amazing. Let me yeah. worship your feet." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, yeah. And so, so, so Gary Stu, mm -hmm. uh, he at one oh fuck, I hate. So at one point, <laughs> like, the, 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 mm, the world that they're in is ai driven right right 
he is the only non-AI person. And they, they do explore a lot of the non-AI elements. They actually start this season really strongly, right? And the blonde guy, we'll call him Blonde Stew, right? Actually, no, I'm just going to call him Blondie, right? Blondie, who is not Gary in any shape or form, he is an AI and he breaks the rules. So this is a computer program that is told you can't do X, but he does it, right? right. Oh, and the computer's coming as to a life. Result, yeah, so it's it's really heavily driven on AI, artificial intelligence, complete proper artificial intelligence. So Gary Stu and Blondie get arrested, they escape, and they have to ascend. Uh, what's the tower in Lord of the Rings? The where Saruman is. Um, Remember Isengard? Isengard? Yes, no. yes. They have to ascend the Tower of Isengard, right? Uh. For reasons that I What's can't be fucked to remember. Right? Orthanc? I think the other one's called Orthanc. Right. But they start climbing the tower, and then they encounter two uh, little girls, right? The little girls seem relatively in uh, innocent. They're not fully clad in armor or any bullshit. I actually rewatched this scene, right, just to make sure I got it right, and that I boiled my blood, right? So... The little girls go like, you know, are you part of the, the 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 group of, you know, are you the the outlaws? Are you the the prisoners? Are you the the escapees? And they go, yes, we are, right? And they're acting all cutesy and innocent and shit. Gary Stu, word for word, says, "I'm not good with kids. You deal with this." Right to Blondie, right? Okay. So Blondie's talking, blah blah blah. The kids stab. Blondie and Gary, right? right? They don't do any fatal damage apart from the aim for gut, and I'm like, I don't know how you're not bleeding out and dying, but fuck that. They are paralyzed. And the little girls, I'm, we're talking about half an adult male, right? That's how small they are. Carry Gary and Blondie up, I can't remember how many flights of stairs it is, but they just, they're carrying them up flights of stairs by the feet. Right? Do we, do we not have footage of this? No, I try, again, I try to get footage of this. I actually edited it all down so it was like succinct and everything. I was going to yeah. talk over it because it was two minutes long. Still utterly bullshit. But anyway, so, um, but I well, couldn't get it the same. It's still, yeah. No, it was, it was blocked, right? It was the right. exact same problem as Shield Hero. Anyway, so they climbed up, so I carried up, God knows how many flights of stairs to the 15th floor, right? Where they are then thrown in the middle of the room. And the girls, like, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're here to claim the victory against um, the escapees, you know, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, their knives get taken off of them and they're sliced with their own paralyzing knives. Yeah? And they collapse to the fore. Lo and behold, Gary Stew stands up uh -huh. and goes, oh, when I got Blondie to talk to you, I used... Uh, they have, like, command spells, you know, they, they, they like, verbal spells that make them do shit. I enacted an anti-paralyzing spell. He developed what? immunity to Iocane powder. Yeah. Did he read the script? Yeah, exactly. He could only fucking have read the script, because, like, 
It's like, oh yeah, I just cast an anti-paralyzation spell. For this paralyzation that I know, don't know is coming. Yeah. The literal fuck! Oh, no, 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 no. He goes, ah, you see, I saw your scabbards. They're up a fucking flight of stairs. They're on the mezzanine floor. They're up a fucking flight of stairs. Oh, I saw your scabbards are of this specific material. And thus, they must be containing blades used for paralysis. Do you also have zoom vision or some bullshit, right? And not only that, the girls have anti-paralysis potions on them, right? Right. Why? Well, in case they stab themselves while they're getting their daggers out. Well, hello. As soon as Kirito, sta uh, Kirito stabbed them, do you know what happened? They instantly collapsed. They wouldn't be able to take their own potion. Maybe it's maybe exactly. it's bringing their victims. What the fuck is the potion for? Oh, well, don't if, worry. If the potion was for Blondie. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that seems silly. I mean, I I know that that it is sensible as a it would be a stupid poisoner or or assassin who doesn't, if at all possible, carry around the antidote to their own toxin. No, but surely they, they would make an immunity. To, they would build an immunity to it. Right? When you build them, it, maybe they can't. You know, you don't. We don't know the settings of the world. You can't say it. You, it, we we, ca we can't just say, oh, you can gain a to It might not. Well, work it's like fine that because Kirito knows the setting of the fucking yeah, world. If he it was, was maybe that oh, he made and he knew that he was going to get an ailment on him or just in general, yeah. so he he activated a ability you could use once a day, which will make these you are immune the to things. These for are the 10 fucking minutes. girls, and he's like, uh, and he's there's the He goes like, yeah. yeah. I fucking threw your dagger at your faces, bitch, because I'm better than you. Fucking well, Gary if, Stew up in the house. If it's possible to identify these daggers by their scabbards, you would not have them in visible view till you're going to use them. You would keep yeah. them in a pocket. Okay. <laughs> the scabbards are brown. They're just brown scabbards, are they? How far does the scabbard go up? Maybe you can see a bit of the green thing above the scabbard or something? You I can don't see know. the guard, that's it. Right. But even so, if I was a clever assassin and I knew that these were at all recognizable, that it's not just a metal knife with poison on so you can't tell. I would keep it in an internal pocket so people can't see it. You know? It's fucking stupid. Like, oh, I went and cast an anti-paralysis potion. So wait, you just had them carry you up several flights of stairs for raisins. Well, yeah, he's lazy. So I, I assume as an example that this example has really gotten to you, but I assume there's other terrible things within the show, and this is just the one thing you want to bring to us as an example. Yeah, yeah? This, this is, this is yeah. the thing that I cannot get out of my head. Right. right. This is the like the the penultimate Gary Stu bullshit that will never leave my mind. Right. There's a lot of isekai shows out there. A lot mm. where the character, the main character, is so fucking OP as all bullshit. Right. That you know you can you can sort of like uh, I can forget about it. Right. I can mostly forget about Kirito's lightsabering bullets in season. But this bullshit of like, oh yeah, I just used anti parat Fuck off. It, it, Fuck it ruins off. the stakes because yeah. you just feel that like if any other thing happens to it, it's like, oh no, it looks like his arms chopped off. Ah, but that was actually a shadow clone of myself that I used exactly. with mirrors I set up exactly. last week. Exactly. Or it's like, oh no, I've captured your friend, your blonde friend. Ah, but what you actually didn't realize is I replaced him with a wooden puppet 12 seconds ago. When you deleted my trap card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, I want to move on. I don't want to linger on this. This <laughs> cool. I fucking hate this show. It's fucking horse shit. Alright. Right. You're going to go on to yours now. Yeah, we're going right. to talk about another, oh, yeah. another kind of weird one. Um, 
which no one's <laughs> probably going to know aside from me, because I yeah. grew up with it. Uh, this is my actual first anime, that I, but, I, but ah. I, saw it, I saw it when I was like five years old. Wow. Uh, it, is, it is called The Mysterious Cities of Gold. I took a tiny little bit of notes about it, because I, I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, the original title was Esteban, Child of the Sun. Or, or mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Uh, the it was a French. I knew this already. It was a French and Japanese co-production, and oh. yes, and the company that did it. Uh, so the company that did it was formed in '79. Don't remember who the guy was, but this mm-hmm. came out in '82. So this came out three years after they started, and they also the same studio has produced Naruto, Bleach, Yu Yu Hakusho, Tokyo Ghoul, and several other ones. So they've. This may have been one of their early works, but they have done a lot of you know popular stuff. So the thing about this show that really sticks with me, as a kid especially, I don't know if I could actually recommend people going into this new, maybe for their kids, but not not as an adult. Not I'm not sure how they would feel about it. But as a kid, it was amazing just seeing these three young protagonists defying like conquistador soldiers and going on this adventure in central and south america looking for el dorado the the, the actual city of gold and it also had a lot of so imagine uh that i guess this is actually kind of a trope in other places too imagine that the incas and the aztecs and stuff were actually a precursor civilization or based on a precursor Is is that these uh, these are the Olmecs, actually. A little bit, a little bit of spoiler. We might want to. I don't know how 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 deeply people care about the spoilers on this one, but those mm-hmm. are the Olmecs, and they uh, lived in like North America. Uh, and they're what? not a- they're not aliens. I'm oh, sorry, not North America. I, I, somewhere in Central America. That's right. Um, they're not aliens. They're just a different race that uh, evolved on Earth. And they, in the English dub, which is unfortunately the only copy, or the, or the only version I've ever been able to see, there exists a Japanese version. I have never been able to find it as much as I really, really want to. Because right. the English dub is terrible. Uh, nah. <laughs> it, um, they keep calling the other race the people of Hiva, but I'm pretty sure in the original it was Atlanteans. Uh. And they're the ones who built the cities of gold. And uh, the Olmecs are their enemies. They have always been fighting. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. So Esteban is a descendant of the, the people of Eva. Uh, and so that's why he's got, see, he's got this gold medallion. And he ends up going on an adventure to North America, meets a native girl named Zia and a boy, another boy named Tao, who's also like a descendant of Eva. And they just run around. Honestly, I forgot some bits of this. I forgot how many boring parts there were as they just kind of go around talking to people. But uh, I remembered, like, huge chunks of, of the actual adventure and the... Um, I mean, the let's actually go to the clip, because that kind of gives you an idea of both the, the dubbing and the uh, sense of wonder that they tried to put in whether they whether they succeeded or not. I'm trying to rewind it. I don't know if it's rewinding. Should I hit play? Uh, yeah. It's a sapphire. 
So it's oh we're not yeah we are uh, it's it's that sort of thing where you why weren't those boobs censored <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm taking a theme to why Naz liked the show <laughs> yes yes <laughs> it was um, on the show yes seems to be a common it, theme of Nazareth watch shows with booba but, but they they um, interact with the spoilers on um nah it's fine uh is in take them off yeah you can t- you can go ahead and take it off. Yeah. But it's it's yeah it's it's that sort of thing where they they're going around interacting with things that look vaguely Aztec or Incan and and uncover these mysterious hints of the the past civilization and all that sort of thing and it all culminates so with, a, are they, with a are confrontation. Are they trying here. to do it for money or are they trying to do it? No to no no no. Uh, well, the Spaniards are doing it for money. The, yeah. So the the Sancho and Panzo and the guy with the blue cape, those are all Spaniards. And they're tagging along because they want to find gold. Uh, but the kids are doing it because Esteban doesn't know. Uh, he, his father died and in, in America. And uh, the, the, that guy was actually the mm. one who saved Esteban and brought him back to Spain. So Esteban's trying to unlock his past. Uh, Zia just likes Esteban and wants to help him. And uh, Tao wants to uncover more about his people. So they, they all have their own very pure motivations. It's all it's just the adults that are evil assholes. Which as a kid yeah. is really, really appealing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to grow up. I'll become evil. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah, it's um, a very it's a very strange pick, but it you know it's, no, it's, it's stuck with you. A it's strange stuck. product. I mean nineteen eighty two. It's a very strange product of the times. I'm noticing a lot of our stuff is from the 80s. Yeah, I wonder why. It's, which is actually kind of older than we we weren't. Yeah, we would have seen yeah, this, most of them in the actually, 90s. This actually came out the year I was born. Uh, wow. Which also kind cool. of makes it special to me. I'm I'm not quite. Oh, okay. You know, I do gen- have a genuine question. What the fuck is that thing? Ha, is it a floating fortress? Yes, that's shit? that's that is the Olmec floating fortress. Which in the uh, last several episodes they fly around trying to destroy things. What 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 the Olmecs want to do then? Uh, they want the power source that the cities of gold, the, the city of gold has. Right. Okay. Right. Because then they can rule the world. Ha 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 ha. So uh, crystal skull aliens got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah exactly. Quite- exactly. Yeah, but it, I like the kind of the Indiana Jones esque vibe and the you know oh the, we must the stick animations the things like in the really, statue and for the time the animation is really good. Yeah, 
Yeah, there was actually quite a lot of good stuff for uh, French French animation. So yeah, joint joint work. There we are. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Should we move on to your last? Oh, sorry. Before one? you finish, actually, did you say it's worth watching this now or not? Probably I, worth watching I, this now. These uh, days. I, I mean, I still unironically love it. I'm not. I'm not even joking. I've I've watched it probably three or four times as an adult. But I have well, to ask. I'm not. How sure do you ironically like something? Uh, you you like it ironically because it's so bad that it's good. Yeah. Now you're able to appreciate the bad points of it, but you still enjoy it for its good points, even though you yeah. know it's overall a not very good product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can still just go back and and watch it just because it's it's right. Uh, okay. I, I don't see. Okay, fine. Right. He okay. would point <laughs> out the negatives of the show. In a, in a, if someone's worse, yeah, like the dubbing, the dubbing is really bad. I'd yeah. love to see, I'd love to see an actual yeah. Japanese version. The animation's a little cheap, but not terrible. But is that irony? Anyway, moving on. We, <laughs> your one, Lars. Yes, let's do my final one, which won't take ready? very long. It won't. Ready? Yes, it's fine. Yeah, this is just a very short one, and it just rounds off. I want this last, and that's all you're getting as an image for it because I refuse to give anyone anything more. This won't take me long. So I, I point Wait, out the other ones about. Yeah, why not? So you push the button because I don't even care. So I point out Gundam did was a real robot show and it did explore themes of pacifism and war bad. In one movie at the end of the 00 series, which explored those themes very well, I think Zeno will agree, you know, pacifism and the pointlessness of war and all that and, and humans evolving, that's another theme. They decided to do a movie where they tried to bring in aliens. And this was their first, in my, from my understanding, this is the first Gundam show that I tried to do it. And instead of doing it in even a 12-episode show to round it off, which would have been fine, I think maybe they could have explored the story in that time. They decided to do a movie. And I'm literally showing you a picture of what the enemies are, which is just ge geometry. Those are the aliens they meet. There's the geometry. And what happens... Look is like a, looks like a gun to me. Yes. So what happens is that they, they these are aliens and they make these weird shapes. That's just how they are. And they try and absorb things to understand them. So they that actually kills us. And so we have to try and convince them using our psychic powers, which is just stupid, so that we can understand each other. And that, and it just becomes silly. And another reason why it's bad. Wait, is wait, you, wait, wait, wait. Back it, back it. Wait, say that oh, again. We want to use the the, the the the. So uh, the other thing in gut theme in Gundam is people evolving into a new form. It's normally called new types. So we can, yeah. and the goal is so that we can understand each other. Like a new type can understand. That's how a new type can get in a Gundam and pilot it right away because they have the ability to even understand the way a machine works with just looking at it. That's what it uh -huh. is. So so they took us next level so that we have to be able to understand alien races that think in an alien way that's that's what this show is trying to put across that it was the evolution uh -huh. of that theme with these aliens that arrive but the aliens understand by absorbing things so we had to get our main character to attempt to use his magical psychic powers to slightly get absorbed by the aliens to help them understand so they don't kill all humanity and it's just terrible on that front it just it's too it's too you can't squash that into a film this could have been a series on its own right and then the other thing that's stupid is, okay, fine, it's a stupid film. Let's try and enjoy it there, not for its themes, which is important, or what it's exploring, as just a giant robot show. It's awful, because these, as you see, those weird geometry shapes, they hit things, they absorb it, and they, they turn into robots too. The thing is, they're so bland and grey, and the, in this show, all of the basic non-Gundam, the, 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 you know, the heroes, Robotics. were also so bland, blue and grey and purple. You have show a bit that, that you can't even enjoy it from just like robots bashing each other, because you're sitting there going, did a good one just shoot, did an alien just shoot a good guy, or did a good guy just shoot an alien? 
I don't know. I was a Gundam on the screen now. I just it's colourful, so I know that's a good guy. And it, so it's just <laughs> awful on that front as well. So you can't enjoy it for anything deeper because it's just so pointless because it didn't get time to explore. If 12 episodes would have been able, minimum, would be able to explore that premise better. Squishing it to a movie was terrible. And then even just as a, right, I'll switch my brain off and watch my robots blow something up. It was rubbish because you're like, oh, Bland is blowing up Bland. Woo! so yeah and and that's why i'm not giving anyone any more footage than this me and Zeno even have a joke that this this movie does not exist but however it's now now on the gundam.info show that it's called um it's mobile suit gundam double the movie something of the trailblazer or something um, uh, awakening of the trailblazer yeah oh no no it's not so that's the other thing it's not awakening of the trailblazer yeah it's, it's a, a awakening awakening of the trailblazer yeah. It's 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 oh and the way they and then and then just just I uh, just spoilers are on right these these weird aliens when they convince the aliens that look like geometry they turn into a giant space flower. Oh god. Oh god, I vaguely remember that now. So for everyone else's benefit, I don't remember this movie at all. It was so shit. Yeah, we purged it, blocked. and thus yeah. we're going to purge it from this episode. So move on. <laughs> hey, hey, as, some, as somebody as somebody whose avatar is mostly. Um, gray and purple. I want. I just want to say, go team bland. No, you, you're, no but you're no, you're white go and bland. good purple. No, not bland. <laughs> you have a background. I do have no, a background. If I saw, right, if I saw your character flying through space, hitting the geometry, I would be able to identify which is you and which is the bland geometry. You're not bland enough. Right. right. How about something that's not bland at all? Tenchi. Moyo, right? And I'm not talking about that shitty four kids dub that chopped out ten minutes from each fucking episode, assholes, right? And actually dumbed so many. Of the, right, Tenshi Moyo is the the series that really showed me that an anime can be more than just one genre. Right, Tenshi Moya had so much in terms of comedy, along with sci-fi, along with the serious combat side of things, along with the the just it was just freaking amazing. The horror, giant space opera, yeah, it really, really was. Yeah, right, it was incredible. Right, it was on the same sort of parallel as the original trilogy of um, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, right. And I, I, I loved it, right? And I actually do have a clip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a clip on. I'm gonna put a clip on. And just, yeah. Uh, oh, it's also like English dub because I just prefer the English dub for this one. Oh, never mind. I want you to fire a shot nearby. I thought we were to refrain from fire. That's in order. Starters, why don't you stand up? Now point the sword hilt toward me and pray to have the jewels returned to me. That's it? That that's all I do? That's all. Hmm. Huh? <sighs> <sighs> What's going on? You only gave me one. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> oh, cool, right. Yeah. 
So I I love it. It's it's like they they do have this this element. They have this fantasy element. They have this sci-fi element. It's it's really broad and wild, right? It really explores what you can do with a narrative as opposed to like the the Hanna-Barbera ca- Scooby-Doo cartoons where yeah. the villain's always the first guy the gang meets or you know woman but, but it's like oh yeah. groundskeeper Willie who would have thought it could possibly be you because we met you the first thing that's uh, that's the yeah so just to reiterate I think that that's the same reason why Robotuck stuck with me as a kid because everything else you're watching on on western media was of that level wasn't it it's like oh what's the what are we gonna do this week Yogi Bear? oh we're gonna have a picnic and steal a lunch it's like okay or i could watch my space opera giant robots aliens in, in intrigue governments doing crazy things weird demon women being freed from being in prison for thousands of years by organic tree ship thing you know it's just really cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what like there was like so much exploration in what a character can do because a lot of the time with Tenchi Moyo, the characters were very, they weren't necessarily being good guys, right? They, they weren't all, they didn't yeah, they fall into the same tropes. Yeah, yeah. There's so many shades of gray, like uh, Tenchi, right? First thing you catch him doing in the series is he's slacking off his chores to find the keys of the um what's called the the family crypt right where the legendary warrior yosho um what's called resides and you know he's you know uh, where he's been buried and you know he's he's rummaging through his grandfather's stuff and then his grandfather catches him goes i bet you were looking for these holds the keys in his hand and then you know, uh, what's called? You know, try there if you can. His grandfather puts his head through a door, right? It, you know, one of the sliding screen doors, and you know, but Tenchi manages to get a hold of the keys, right? And then he breaks into, the, and it's just like you know, these aren't necessarily actions of your standard, t- uh, you know, typical male protagonist, mm-hmm. right? Typically, they don't do stuff like you know this this clip here, <laughs> where. Uh, the two, like, you got uh, Ayaka on the left, female Ryoko leads. on the right. No. Yeah, two of the female leads, because it is a harem series. Like, they, they are running away from shit that Ryoko's unfortunately let loose. Mm. I love the fact, again, this was a series I... where the characters would change their clothes, right? Mm. It wasn't Bart Simpson wearing the same orange t-shirt and the same blue shorts for, like, 20 years of his 10-year-old life. Yeah. Well, even even I mean, a lot of other anime does that, where they have like a a set outfit for a character that they you almost yeah. always see them in. Yeah, but, well, but for the time is what he means. Is yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what it, that's you what said it about. Means. I know we keep taking a dig on them, but the the Hanna Barbera cartoons. If you notice, everyone will always be wearing something at the neckline, like a tie or a bow. And the reason yeah. why that is is that they could do it as two separate things. So the head does stuff, and the body you don't have to animate because you're just animating as, as two separate units. That's how limited they wanted to do. They couldn't even bother to change the clothes of a character. It would literally be, oh, if we just do something at the neck and the head can just be a separate thing to draw and then we can just keep the body always the same for a lot of the I shots. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it, it, a lot of that is like, look at Yogi Bear. You can go through them like yeah. Top Cat, Yogi Bear. They all have a something at the neck to separate the two sections out. That way it's easier wow. to animate. Whereas, as you say, in, in Japan, let's give them a whole new wardrobe today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, wanted so, to, I wanted to touch on the, the harem show aspect too, 
because uh, a lot of people just say, oh, Tenchi's just a harem show, but it's, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't hate it by any means, but it's, it's definitely way more, like, a lot of the characters don't even really, they're not really in love with him, they just want something from him. Mm. Which, which Tenchi Moyo have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> like okay no no but i do get your point like we, we you know Loz and i have watched um you know on occasion i think like, one of them was infinite stratos right yeah so so one thing i want to do in the future when uh the pair of you have like filled out a, an anime planet uh list of all the stuff you've i want to play a game of harem protagonist or isekai protagonist oh, God, because more yeah, often right. than not right more often than not both are bland as fuck right you know right yeah you know what i'm saying though yeah right yeah they're, they're all so goddamn bland because they're because they're self-inserts you want to you want to be able to see yeah. yourself in them yeah but yeah. with with things like tenchi I mean, or even uh, tenchi is not a very deep character himself Agreed, right? He, he is even, very bland. <laughs> he even gets blander, right? Yeah. But um what's called? I mean, look at um what's called high school double D with Issei Hyodo. Yeah, he right? has more character than Tenchi. <laughs> yeah, he does, right? He really yeah. does. But unfortunately, he is literally just a tits and ass man, right? Still something. Like... <laughs> 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 well, name me Tenchi's character traits. Heroic. Oh, I kind of don't want to because I feel it's like spoilerific. Push the spoiler button. Okay. Oh no. I'm gonna hit the spot. So there's a lot about um oh wait, sorry, just chat are you talking about like character traits or are you talking about character traits? Okay, so do we even need the spoiler thing? I mean, that's what. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm. I'm going to say things like he's humble. Um, he doesn't want to be in a relationship with any of the the characters. I, but does he openly also... say that, or is he just a bit oblivious to it and just focus? No, on no, no. He, he. I really feel like he avoids it. Right. The does number he say? of time. No, he doesn't say, but he does. Right. So he he like his actions of oh, I've got to go do the carrot fields. Again, just the, just the tone in his voice, yeah. Well, yes mm. and no. Like it's it's more like he sort of like slides away, kind of thing. He tries to get out of the thing. Uh, there's also instances with his sister, right? So again, so this is this is kind of um, it's too late now. The spoiler tags are on, but the the show has actually been continuing on. So the first season was done in '92. The second season was done in '90. Four. The third season was done in two thousand and three, right? The fourth season was in twenty sixteen. Um, the Ow. fifth season was last year. I don't know if that's still airing, but yeah. So it's it's been going on for like God knows how many years now. Well, is the main and, show? You know, I'm talking about the spin-off. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Tenchi Moyo. Oh, right. Okay. I um I feel that you can't watch. Uh, Tenchi Moyo, it's, it's Tenchi Moyo Ryoki, right? That's the, the subtitle of the, the show. But I feel you can't watch it without watching at least up to and including season three. Oh, yeah, well. Because it just, you know, because another big thing is like his relationship with his sister. So it turns out his sister was, was like basically a body double for his mother. Um, mm. And his sister was living on Jirai. 
and you know there, there was all sorts of weird and wonderful relationships like all the screenshots here they're all from season one um and but the art style immediately bumps when it goes from season two to season three because there's like more than well no it's just under a decade between the two um but yeah no i i do get where you're coming from like most protagonists and even tenchi he's not like the most um substantial but you gotta have a straight Harriman. No, no, he's not the most substantial harem character. But my question to you, apart from Tenchi... Oh, hold on, I'm going to turn this... Right, so my question... I'm going to turn this off? Yeah, there we go. Right, so apart from Issei and Tenchi, right, can you name me another harem male protagonist? And I mean name, right? Not describe. Well, technically, Sword Shield Hero is a um, protagonist, kind of. No, he's, he's, he's in an isekai. Doesn't count. Uh, okay. <laughs> he's in an isekai, <laughs> doesn't count. Isekai's I don't think I watch all the shows. Yeah. No, we, we, Lars, we've, we've watched things like um, Infinite Stratos. Yeah. You know? I, I, I think um, yeah, but oh God. He, he, he literally was plot device the main character yes, yes he fucking was and he, that's he wasn't the a person he was a function of the plot to, to, to make Can stuff I... happen uh, I, would, I can't remember See, the thing is that's not fair for me because I don't remember names <laughs> okay yeah you're right you're right it's not fair so but the whole point is they're just so bland they're just like people say oh self insert yourself you know it's like yeah that's the like, point. how? How could you fucking self-insert with Tenchi? He's fucking, like, an alien that's for duration. I an alien. Nah, you see, nah, nah, nah. He, he, if I was Japanese, he would be just seen as his face, his hair, he is literally, probably, the statistical average of Japan a man. Japanese <laughs> boy. He is the statistical average. So, yeah, you're not like, oh, I'm, he's definitely like me. It's like, that's the point of a self-insert character. You don't know he's an alien. I know spoilers were ever off now, but yeah, you don't know he has some sort of history with the space opera, but obviously he does because space opera. But you don't know that from the start. So it's starting like, ah, oh, he's like me, a average Japanese male boy of this height and with this haircut and things of the 80s or whatever. And so you go, I could be like him. I could also be a alien from space. You know that? <laughs> so he, he is a totally bland harem uh, okay. vessel for the viewer to, to pour themselves into. Yep. I'm trying to see how many harem shows uh, right. I oh, have... Um, I think we should probably... Well, I was going to say we should move on. Oh yeah, okay, fine. Yes, no, you're right. Yes, they're great. I really Tenchi. I thought it was an excellent job at proving that an anime can be more than just one thing. That's that's what made it stick with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. What else we got? Right. Who's is everyone? Done? I think that's, that's it. it. That's think it. That's We're everything. done. We're ready that's for. It. Cool. We're ready to move on to uh, some questions. Cool. I think we got some viewers last time. Yep. So from last week, we had a couple of comments that really stood out to me that I thought we could address in the show. Uh, one, uh, Zrugal uh, asks a few questions. One, how often are you doing these? I think that should answer it. Right. We're we're doing it weekly. When Zeno tells me to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> weekly. Uh, the plan is weekly. Uh, two, are you taking recommendations? Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, three, what sites do you prefer to watch 
anime on and i think the simple answer is just tell us the anime and we'll find it right yeah oh yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah 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 and then well zeno sails the high seas i mean if you if you do want a real answer <laughs> I'm sorry, I... I, I, I what, what? I, I what? you sail the high seas no i think you find i buy too much stuff yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah sails the high seas i saw it yesterday uh and uh i stream the seas uh and then nazareth probably is a good boy who watches it on places i bounce between crunchy like, and crunchy roll and funimation although i've i've uh found a few other um seas places to look at as well <laughs> mm-hmm. places seas to look in <laughs> anyway That's anyway to delve. top places <laughs> the the fourth the fourth question and final question from zrugal is uh i split the episode up and watched it over the course of a few days is it better if i make multiple comments or should i save up my comments for one large post i'm actually going to say the former it'd be uh, probably better if you just split it up because hopefully it'll help the search algorithm actually find the show yeah. better yeah I'm, I'm wondering engagement hopefully hopefully it, it depends I, I would say if there's like you just make one point then just edit the yeah, last one if, if it's literally gonna points, add one point yeah yeah no no, no more, right. more that if you've got a lot to say then make a new point you've got like two or three things if you just literally just add add what a tiny thing yeah, what yeah, hat yeah. are you wearing to Zeno? just just yeah. add it on to the, <laughs> the previous comments that's kind it's of a game grumps hat and then the next point from uh flame flash peach boy riverside mess the director decided airing episodes in a non-chronological uh, oh hiccups in a non-chronological order will make the show more understandable so episode one being aired fourth Episode 6 being aired 11th, and episode 3 being aired 9th, apparently. If the show was aired properly, I don't think it would have been more than average, but airing it this way only destroys it. I, I it's the have, same as... I oh, have an example in my, in my mind that I, oh. the first time I saw this question that just yeah. came to me. Um, okay, so you know Babylon 5, I'm sure. Yeah. Classic, classic sci-fi he show. Does. There is a spinoff called Crusade. Yeah. And all of those episodes were yeah. aired just incredibly out of order. And it, it bombed really? so hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, to the point, to the point that, halfway, that halfway through the filming, they changed uniforms. And you see them, like, jump back and forth between uniforms in the show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. so bad. And it just it killed it after one season. Wow. Yeah. Seeing as the whole point was a narrative throughout yes, the thing, they yes. were looking for something. It wasn't yeah. like Star Trek of episode of the week. We we find a thing and resolve it within yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. They were evolving story, narratively driven story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's just it. awful. You, you in uh, order so, to do in order to tell a story out of order, you have to be like Quentin Tarantino or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or so the another show that did it out of order, but actually is popular but did i think it did bomb was firefly was done out of order wasn't it oh yes yes technically it bombed uh another one yeah. was dollhouse i yeah. swear yeah. love god fox didn't know it's ass from its elbow but um they both bombed but uh firefly ended up having such a cult following afterwards because people so were cool. you know they got they got the DVDs and then they were able to watch they it watched in, in chronological. Order. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it. I think yeah. I think the the first episode was actually aired last in Firefly. I think uh, it's something like that. I don't I don't know about that. Yes, that something like that. 
But then I know the, the other example I was going to do for yeah, we don't need to focus on Firefly too much. But the the other example yeah. of a show that intended to be out of oh. order was Haruhi mm. Suzumiya. Melancholy, Suzumiya. Now that show, by putting out of order, made it out like it had some intrigue, whatever. Whereas if you watch it in order, it's kind of just straightforward, and my arm's gone. Um, It's just kind of straightforward and bland. (laughs) So I think, yeah, if you were, you'd what you'd have to do, right, is you'd have to write your show, design your show, decide the order you want to do it out of order on. And then sprinkle in extra elements that went out of order, give intrigue, yeah. and yeah. plan that way. Not just how I feel that most of these two shows did is that they designed the show, did the show, then went, "Hey, let's just jumble it up." Yeah. So Zeno, like, you've, I, you've I, watched Peach Boy. How do you feel about this this comment? No, I completely agree with this. I, I like. I did feel that the show was bland as shit, and it was just all over the place. I only got to four episodes. And I dropped it like a sack of shit. No like and, and, and it I, was actually I, in order that, I, wouldn't, that wouldn't save it at all. No, better than um, being out of order. Like I watched, <laughs> I've, I I watched. I think half of the melancholy of Harui uh, Suzumiya, and I fucking hated it because it was just <laughs> an average show put out of order. And I asked like people that were at the anime society at um, my uni, they, they said it was like, oh, it's the best thing since sliced bread! Why? Because the episodes are out of order! And Goodness. the Goodness. episodes are out of order! Fucking shit. Did you even know that show had a second season? Yeah. It, I also it, don't it give didn't... a shit. No, but it didn't make uh, any splash at all because it took so long for them to do it. And then uh, the way they did the ridiculousness in the second season was they they keep repeating the same time loop. Ugh. So um, in the manga, this is like one episode, one section of the manga or something. It's not very long. And they but made a whole they, season out of it. They drag it on for like six episodes. So you watch six oh, episodes wow. of this show, which are almost identical. Oh, There's very sake. little difference. You you watch it, and you're like, oh, cool, this episode's out of loop. And the second one's like, oh yeah, it's cool. It's like the last episode, but different. Let's put all the differences. And then you're like, the third episode, you're like, it, what are they doing? And it's like fourth episode. I, this is not a show. This is the same rubbish. You get. Fourth episode. Why? I can't remember how many times. I think it's six. I think it's six. But somebody probably will know better than me. It just it, it was insanity. So yeah, that's why that show just finished. That was so popular. What? Is there a gazebo? I gotta watch that. Right, we got anyway, any more questions? No, no, no more. Nothing else. So, right. Yep. If you have any comments, if you have any uh, questions, any recommendations, please leave it in the comment section below. I will read them. I'll either respond to them in, uh, like, you know, I'll actually text respond. You know, Nazareth has been quite good at it as well. Loz is. This is doing 10 o'clock and <laughs> or we'll bring it up in the actual show itself so yep cool i think that's it for this episode are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna cheer and that no 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 we, we did last time are you not gonna do it this time Lars? campai mine's that guy campai I don't, I don't think i'm i'm thinking i'm lagging okay campai i think i might campai. Campai. <laughs> campai. <laughs> we'll get it one day <laughs>